This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. A couple months ago, I did an episode where I did some videos on the electric vehicle tax credits. And quite a bit has changed. Well, maybe not quite a bit, but I've got to give an update on what the new requirements are, how you can qualify for the electric vehicle credits, uh, what the, yeah, we'll just talk about the limitations here. So there is an income limitation. If you make too much money, you cannot take the electric vehicle tax credit. And I'll provide some explanation here or clarification on it. If you make, if you file a single tax return and your adjusted gross income is $150,000 or less, you can qualify. And so what that means is adjusted gross income is if you're a business owner, it's not your top line income. It's not all the income you receive. It's your income after you take your deductions. That's your, that would be your net income or more in line with your adjusted gross income. If you're a business owner, you add that, your net income plus any W-2 wages you have, that would get you to your adjusted gross income. If you're a, a real estate owner or, another, or a business owner and you're taking depreciation on assets, you can still take those deductions and get your adjusted gross income down. So there will be some strategy on getting your income down below those levels if you want to qualify for the electric vehicle credits. So if you're single, it's $150,000 income limit. That's adjusted gross income. If you're head of household, meaning you're single, but you're like you file like a single tax return, but you claim dependents, that's head of household. You can make up to $225,000. And if you are married, you can make up to $300,000 together as adjusted gross income and still qualify for the, the electric vehicle credit. I think the, the episode that I did a couple months ago, I was telling people that total, if you were joint, like married, you could make up to a maximum of, of $150,000, but that's different now. It's up to $300,000 if you're filing that joint tax return. So that's the income limitation you've got to be aware of. And then a huge change is, is with the dollar amount of the vehicle of how much your vehicle can cost for you to qualify for the credit. I believe it is the government's, like the government's intention, like with this tax credit is to move the, I guess, move the price of vehicles down as these electric vehicles, um, these manufacturers and car companies are making the electric vehicles. The government wants them to bring the prices down. And by doing that, any of us could, could go and, and qualify for the, we could go qualify for the credit. So if, if it's an $85,000 SUV, those are the cars that can qualify. It's got to be $85,000. The MSRP needs to be $85,000 or less to qualify for the credit. So I know they've got like, uh, like, like the Model X with Tesla, that's over $85,000. That one specifically would not qualify for the credit. But a Model Y... And I believe it's, you've got to look at, there's a, a full website on the IRS that will tell, like, tell you which is the SUV, which is the car. I believe it's like the Model Y with the third row is considered the SUV, so that would qualify. But the Model Y uh, without the third row would qualify as a car. Like, and it's got to be less than a, a lower dollar amount. So SUVs can be $85,000 or less and still qualify. Cars though, like sedans, they would have to be $55,000 or less to qualify for the credit. So make sure you understand that dollar limitation before you buy the car, because you can't go back and undo it and return the car easily. So make sure you understand it before 
understand if you qualify before. There used to be that one of the part of the big changes in 2023 is there used to be a limitation on like GM vehicles and Tesla vehicles because they had used up all their tax credits available. And once they were used up as we were buying those, you couldn't qualify for the credit. But now they've removed that cap and you can qualify for the credit. So remember the, the main two things here in this episode are the income limitation. It's 300,000 if you're married, 150,000 if you're single. And then the purchase price of the car limitation, it's 85,000 for an SUV and $55,000 for a car or a sedan. And then lastly, maybe I should have started with this, but the amount of the credit is still $7,500. And this is, a re- this is a credit that can directly reduce your tax. So and typically if, if say you make $100,000 a year and you typically like pay about $15,000 a year in taxes, either through W-2 withholding or you owe at the end of the year, this credit will just directly reduce your tax from owing 10 or 15,000 to owing 7,500 of tax. It'll just directly reduce your tax. So it is cash back in your pocket and effectively it, it adjusts the purchase price of the car. If you bought a $50,000 car, effectively the purchase price of that car is now like 42,500. 42, so hopefully that makes sense. Um, and it will decrease your taxes and increase your worth, but your net worth. But please feel free to reach out if you have any questions on it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com. Thank you.